Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Free. And hi, Craig Gordon again, doing the interviews on Broadcast Row and having a great time. Um, I found this gentleman. He's two doors down, and he's just fascinating. Um, this, this, this segment will be especially for us nerds and wannabe nerds, but this guy's got a great story, but um, I really want to lead with what what the hell is blockchain? I'm a programmer by day. I understand TCP, IP, uh, languages, protocols. I just can never get my brain around it. Please, Craig Bergman, tell me. Okay, well, here we go. Thank you for having me on your podcast here. It's great. My name is Craig Bergman. I'm at uh, Vortex Blockchain. Uh, com. It's a technology company, and we do crypto. So blockchain, very simple for the folks who have no idea and the folks who do. It is a block of encrypted data that is chained to the next block of encrypted data that is then chained to the next block that has an aggregated total. Oversimplified, let's say all the letters, spaces, and everything in there is four. The next one is three. The next one is six. So the blockchain is 13. It adds them up. Four, six, three, you get 16. Um, If you had two, two, and three, you would have seven. Now, these numbers are really trillions long because they're encrypted. You know, 256K ACS hash. Am I getting nerdy enough now for for the audience here? So... (laughs) It simply takes the data. In the case of Bitcoin, it's a very small amount of data. It's how many Bitcoins you have and who owns it. And that's it. And then it takes that and it says, uh, what is that value mathematically? And then it takes the next one and the next one and the next one. So the unique thing about the blockchain is, unlike other data, it is right once read forever, permanent and immutable. You cannot edit it, change it, there's no username, there's no password, nothing we understand about hard drive legacy data applies. Well, where does the data live? The data lives on anyone who wants to host a node and mine or farm, I'm doing italics here in in the era quotes, you know, (laughs) uh, for radio. Uh, and, and be part of the network. It is completely public and completely distributed. So your copy says 43613. My copy says 46313. And if his copy says 45 something else, something else, we as a consensus reject it. I see. So it requires an attack. It can be hacked. Okay, but it requires a hack to take place simultaneously on at least 51% of every participant in the network at the same time. 
that maintains the integrity of the system. Yeah, because that's about as likely as aliens coming down and killing us with their bean rocks. Or, I mean, something ridiculously that could happen, but is not going to. Understood. Okay, that's cool. Second question, what is mining this? Okay, mining or farming is an analogy of simply plugging the machine in and saying, I'm here to help validate transactions on the network. If you imagine how real banking works in the old system, a bank says, you give us money, we put it into our system and give you a computer number that says you have a million dollars. Right. And when you go to our ATM machines or anyone on our network and you put your card in and you put your code in, it will let you spend that million dollars down to zero. Right. And we make fees on that. Okay, but we own all the computers, we assign the username and password. And if we decide on an idle Tuesday you can't get into your account, nothing you can do about it. Right. The Bitcoin or blockchain that works on currency, Ethereum, it doesn't matter which one you're talking about, they're all the same. Anyone can have one of those ATM machines or servers. You can buy one on Amazon or eBay or order it from China on a slow boat. You can plug it in. You can set up your IP and your address and everything you know about a normal computer Linux system install. Okay, very, very basic for someone who knows computers little more complicated, got to watch some YouTube videos if you know nothing at all but you're intelligent. And then your machine starts going, I'm here, I'm part of the pool, I, I will do transactions. And the pool that you're part of with all these other thousands of machines starts sending you transactions to verify. Okay. And your machine is making about $40 a day right now, every day, 24 hours a day, because it's part of a larger pool. Your fan spins up and the processor goes to 100%, your memory fills up to 100%, and you're literally doing trillions of calculations supporting the network. So you're one of the servers on the network, but instead of 10,000 servers being in a big, huge warehouse, all controlled by Evil Bank USA, you're just one or 10 or 100 or 1,000 in a small company or private individual. I see, wow, okay. Now talk to me about um, generating a Bitcoin that's worth money. Okay, so here's how that goes. You generate Bitcoins because it's a mathematical algorithm. So after, and, and this works for all cryptocurrencies, so I'm gonna just do it generically rather than try to get specific on Bitcoin, but after you process so many transactions over such a period of time, 10 minutes, an hour, however the, the coin is mathematically designed to go, it rewards you by giving you one of them. Okay, I see. Sometimes it gives you a fraction of one of them in the case of Bitcoin. Sometimes it will give you multiple ones in the case of some of these alternate coins that are only worth a few pennies. Okay. Okay, so... The same way Bank of America says, we're gonna charge you 3% as the merchant when this guy buys a sweatshirt or a nice hue uh, uh, soundboard here on amazon.com. You pay those services and those taxes, your bank pays those fees across and charges you and the merchant marks it up and that's how our economy works. Yeah. Bitcoin cryptocurrency is the exact same thing, only the percentages are tiny fractions. You can move millions of dollars in coins from one person to the other anonymously for fractions of a dollar. 
You know what? Thank you for this. I have been sort of following him for about five, six years. I always, I don't get past the first step. You have made it so clear. And uh, well, there's there's another part of it now, it and up. that's why is Bitcoin fifty thousand dollars and not fifty cents? Okay, and this is how it is. It's just math. The cost in electricity, in buying that miner in the first place, yes. and plugging it in and running it has a real-world cost. It's 220 volts, 3,000 watts of power. It's like plugging in four space heaters under your table desk here, oh, really? and then paying the electric on that. Very intensive. That is real money it costs to support the network. The same way as when Wells Fargo says, we're going to go build a billion-dollar data center. Right. That cost them a billion dollars to build that center, and they make that billion dollars by charging you and charging the mer merchants and, and, and doing their banking economy. Right. We do the same thing. We spend real money and buy real capital and put up real things in a mine or a farm, whichever term you want to use, and we get the reward of Bitcoin. But Bitcoin has to be worth X plus one. Right. It has to make us a profit or we don't buy and we don't pay. If we don't buy and we don't pay, you can't trade Bitcoin because there's no network. Right. So it's a self-fulfilling thing. The more people that join it, the more people that are using it, the more servers are required, the more electricity is used, and the higher the price has to go to make the cost even because here's the, 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 the linchpin. It only releases 900 Bitcoins a day. And it doesn't matter if one person's doing all the work and gets all 900, or if millions of people are doing all the work and you get 0.000013. Interesting. And so to make that math work, whenever a new person joins, there's a thing called the difficulty level. And that difficulty level goes up because more people are using the system, more people are in the system. As it goes up, the reward is divided by the same exact percentage. Therefore, supply and demand are a perfect square, 90 degrees. And when you draw a line in there, you get a slope that goes up and up and up and up. And that's all you do. You make a staircase and draw a straight line. Which way does it go? It goes up. So the price will go to 50, the price will go to 60, the price will go to 80, the price will go to 100, the price will go to a million. And as long as people continue to use this, the supply and demand is a mathematical formula that will go up until we have put 100 trillion of the entire world's economy into it, or people have decided there's some new coin or something else, and then it goes to zero. There is nothing in between. And over the next three years until the reward is cut in half, that's a term you may have heard, avening, every four years they say, the 900 becomes 450. The 450 becomes 225. The 220, and it go, every four years it goes down in how many new Bitcoins are created. And so every four years, because it goes down in that year and years following, the price goes up more rapidly. It goes from 10 cents to $100. It goes from $100 to a 10,000. It goes from 10,000 to 100,000. It goes from 100,000 to a million to 10 million. It's mad. Now, all the altcoins, everything that is not Bitcoin is not mad. They are all speculative. Okay? Because they operate differently. You can make a lot of money in speculative trades. 
you know, people do it all the time. But there's real risk in an altcoin and crazy 5,000% gains. Right. Bitcoin is much more steady. It doesn't look like it's steady when you see the price change 5,000 points on a Tuesday afternoon. But because in a week it's going to recover and then it's going to do it again, that's steady. It's a stair step. You know, when you take that first jump down like that, it looks like a lot. But I imagine it like a toddler learning to climb stairs. When he's two, that's a long way up and a longer way to fall. Okay? By the time he's 25, he's taking two steps at a time and running to the top and going, Mom, where's my basketball? <laughs> okay, cool. So let's segue. I'm, you, I, we didn't mention this, but you're the CEO of Vortex Blockchain Technologies. Yes, I am the CEO, president, and founder. And uh, one of the projects we're working on, of course, that's a very interest to the folks here at CPAC, is uh, we are securing the vote on the blockchain with a secure token. Really? That's it. No more paper ballots that can be hidden under a desk. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, you pull out 100 votes for your favorite candidate and pay your staff to run them through 60 times each. Hey, it's paper ballots. Right. Sorry, that's, that's how it works. No more machines where they say, well, how our machines count numbers is secret. Excuse me? How your machines count numbers is a proprietary business secret? No, I'm sorry. One is one. Right. Two is two. Three is three. There's no secret there. So we don't have any secrets. We're not made in Venezuela or China or Croatia or some weird place. We're an American company. We're going to be publicly traded by this summer. And our source code is 100% open for peer review. Fantastic. That's excellent. So if I wanted to follow what's going on with you in, in blockchain technologies, what, what would I do? Well, I'm not really much into the social media because I've been banned again and again and again <laughs> on multiple platforms for telling the truth about many subjects. Uh, but I would say you can go to uh, vortexblockchain.com. Okay. And we have a 60-page white paper that talks about all the fun projects we're going to do over the next three years. And uh, when we decide to come out with opportunities for folks to participate or invest, uh, we'll post them on our website. Okay. Well, I'm going to repost you telling you to social media. So maybe I can help you reach some more people. There you go. That's you great. can share it and share a like, and, and we'll do that. And uh, our contact information, email, everything is on the website, Vortex Blockchain. And uh, blockchain is the future. It's not just about money. It's not just about voting. It's as I was talking to uh, Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, uh, on my radio uh, table down the road from you there. Uh, I was saying that, you know, we have an IP copyright. That's intellectual property, not internet protocol. Okay, the other IP. He's denertifying me. That's right. Okay, <laughs> so, so we have an intellectual property, and, and he was trying to wrap his mind around it, and I said, it's like Napster when people steal your stuff, only this time you get paid. <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you, uh, Mr. Bergman, whatever you prefer. It's been great having care. you. Thanks We're for the good. education. And um, I will be following you with great fascination soon. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless. Have a great day. You too.
right, there you are, Chief. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.